It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. We all know that uh, the economy, not doing too hot right now. Although uh, the thing is, you look at everything and you you look at uh, the consumer's buying habits and things like that. And even the unemployment rates and everything actually looks kind of good. It's a real deceiving recession. Like we're not in a recession yet, but the signs are showing like we're, we're on the way toward one. And the experts actually say there are certain things you can look at. Now, I've heard this before, but they say actually one of the first indicators that you're on your way to a recession is uh, less people going to the strippers, especially people what? who make a lot of money, high earners. Oh, yeah. uh, and a lot of strippers have said, they've noticed that since last year, that a lot of the high earners have stopped going to strip clubs. I bet you it's all sex work, really. You notice with escorts and everything, yeah. right? All of it. Yeah. Uh, they also say that this is weird, uh, but lipstick sales actually go up when you're about when you're in tough economic times huh. because they say it's one of the few luxuries that women can afford so they indulge uh, so they've seen lipstick sales go up uh, that's actually been happening but huh. they say that could also be because lipsticks were at a rock lipstick sales were at a rock bottom during the pandemic why mm. because everybody was wearing a mask you oh, didn't have to sense. wear lipstick and uh, also this one's kind of and funny neither did you yeah well i did anyway i liked it uh, well, doing my best Silence of the Lambs impression in the mirror. Now, uh, they say that for men, this makes sense to me. They say if we, you, you can tell we're in an economic downturn when men stop buying underwear. Uh, you buy they, your own underwear? <laughs> I haven't for years. Uh, they say the, that that's what men tend to do. They, they stop throwing out underwear that might be a little raggedy or uh, might have some holes in the crotch, and they decide, yeah, no, what? You know what? This is going to hang on for a little bit longer. So uh, that's uh, that's definitely an indicator. I say here's, here's a big indicator that the economy is rough. When you grab your wallet, you open it, and flies come out. And no money. <laughs> Just like a cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. You know, I've said this for the longest time that I think LeBron James is one of the greatest athletes of all time. And, uh, I mean, (laughs) you'd have to be kind of a dinwit to to not think the same. I mean, the guy has... The guy's amazing. Uh, and last night, he broke the all-time scoring record, uh, breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. And, uh, you know, it's been... A lot of people have, you know, expected it to happen. They expected it to happen last night, and it did. Um, It was funny. So he's... First off, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar looks pissed off (laughs) the whole time. Which, I mean, I guess fair enough, right? Um, But also, it's funny. At at halftime, LeBron James goes up to his sons. And uh, he's mic'd up. And he, he goes up to his boys and he says, Well, I've got 16 points left to break the record. That's eight points a quarter. Let's do this. And then he walks away, <laughs> and uh, he did it. He did it, man. He, he uh, you know, did a, I, I call it a fadeaway, but they call it a step back. Uh, the shot that he took to to uh, to do it, and uh, yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came out, and uh, they they stop it down right in the middle of the game. So right in the third quarter, they stop it down, and this is what LeBron had to say about it. Well, it's okay. Why don't I uh, put this up? Oh, yeah, it's gonna be okay. There we go. There you go. Uh, I just want to say. Um uh, thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. Um, to be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the to the captain, please. Um, 
to my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my, man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late, great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never, ever, in a million years, uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. So, man, thank you guys. <laughs> Swearing makes everything better. It does, right? Honestly, I always love it when people swear in moments like that. It's like, you know what? Like, it shows the emotion of the to. moment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there you go. LeBron, the all-time scoring leader in the NBA as of last night. Chad and Evan Daily. I guess it was, what, two years ago, people expected they would need $1.4 million to retire. Now they're saying, the Bank of Montreal is saying, Canadians think they'll need $1.7 million saved in order to retire. And that was, uh, when did you say that was the last so time? So $1.4 was only two years ago. Yeah, and so you, a lot of the, pretty tough to save $300,000 in two years. Well, well, the, but you know what I well, mean in the difference. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's well, what I'm they, saying. In two years. Yeah. So, so they're saying that, um, and many Canadians, many, many Canadians, myself included, are very confident they will not get there. Seven, one point seven million dollars for retirement. That's a that's a lot of cheddar, man. That's a lot mm-hmm. of coin. Now I don't, I don't know if that means both. It, like, say you're in a couple. It, it, it's probably and for it couples. Both. Yeah. But um, that's that's and with inflation, like almost seeming to be never ending. It's never going to end. It's I don't know. And then you wonder, too. I know people our age wonder. It's like, well, by the time and by the time we get to retirement age, I know CPP isn't a lot, but will we even be able to get any of that back? Yeah, we will, because it's still getting paid into, right? Like, yeah, workers know, are paying you, into it. Yes, but also you have to understand that it's been the t- older people are retiring, and they're retiring in droves. So... People are freaked out know. about it, but it's still, it, but there's still, there's how many more people that are in the workforce now that are paying into it and you only get a certain amount of money back because you don't get like more than what you put into it. You only get a, you know what yeah, I mean? I don't even know if you get what you actually put into it, but uh, nonetheless, start saving, get to work. <laughs> yeah, get, get, to get, w- get a third job <laughs> and then start putting away yeah. once you can. And then getting, get taxed more. And win the lottery. Yeah, then that's the thing, too. It's like the governments, they're they're just like, they want us to be able to retire. They want us to be able to retire. And then they they tax the hell out of us on literally everything. Well, we got free health care. Taxed on taxes on taxes. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Chad and Evan Daly. Went to the Pat signing. Oh, yeah, Took yeah. the kids to the Brant Center for the Pat signing. And the first one that happened a few weeks ago or last year, whatever it was, you know, like last month, whatever. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a ton of people that actually showed up for it. Well, that and was pre-World Juniors. You yeah, know? and it was kind of a free-for-all for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just kind of run in and go to whoever you want to get signed. Last night, they had a very organized. We lined up at 430 we were quite a few hundred, we were like three, four hundred people back from the front, even at three at four thirty. Oh man, um, that's just a guess. It's hard to judge with numbers, right? And so anyway, um, we get inside, and I think by the time we got home to Pilot Butte, it was about nine thirty-ish or so, nine fifteen. Oh man! So it was a long haul. Yeah, getting there. Um, so huge. Kudos and and major praise to all of the Regina Pats players that stood there mm-hmm. and smiled as much as they could yeah. and signed 
They signed probably two things for every person because they handed out pictures. Yeah. The Pats handed out pictures of the team, a team picture that you right. could get signed. And you were allowed to get one other thing signed per player. Ah, gotcha. Right? Okay. So the kids had... Um, the, the pictures, yeah, and then a couple of different cards from the players that are that are there, uh, and then I brought an older Pat's jersey, okay, for the yeah. whole team to sign because that'll look good framed up in the yeah, basement, sure, and then uh, some Bedard rookie cards, right. Now the lineup went pretty good. You know, we, we took some pictures with a bunch of the players. The kids really wanted pictures with certain players, sure. and then we get up to the very end, and Bedard's sitting there, and he has a couple handlers there helping him out. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, um, but that lineup was, it was crazy. So everybody else, all the other players, it was two to a table, but, but Connor Bedard had his, had uh, one by himself. Yeah. He was all by himself right. down there. Yeah. Um, but I feel, you know, and I feel really bad for a lot of the players cause they had to, they had to sit there for a long time and the yeah. doors were supposed to close at eight and talking to a friend that works at real. And they were telling me that there was almost like an angry mob outside <laughs> of the door yeah. because they closed the door at eight o'clock. Yeah. And these poor kids that are sitting there, you got to remember these, the WHL players, they're kids. They are still yeah, kids. For sure, yeah. And they have to sign all this stuff and, and go through hours upon hours of it. Yeah. Like I said, it was about 9.30 when we got home. I bet you that Bedard didn't get out of there till midnight. Like, I don't know. That's just me guessing. Mm -hmm. I don't actually know what time. Right. But there were so many people that were outside of the door that were angry and yelling. Yeah, and man, It's like, no good. you guys, you, you knew that the doors closed at 8. It said on social media, yeah. we talked about it yesterday. Right. I other stations, I'm sure, talked about it on TV. You knew it was closing at 8. Unfortunately, if you didn't get in, that is too bad. Right. They have lives. They are kids. They don't owe you a damn thing to sign something for you and stay later just for you. They have already done what they needed to do by staying there for however many hours, signing stuff putting on a smile, mm. answering questions that people had to ask, saying, you know, thanks for coming out, everything. It's just people had no right to get mad well, at, at at Real, at the anyone working at the Brandt Center, and any of the Pats organization or players. Do what everybody else does. Buy a ticket, then yell. That's right. Chad and Evan Daily. Guys, when we're in our 20s, our 20s. We really don't care what our, what our like, as long as our f footwear looks good, that's all we really care about. Yeah. You're going to hit a point in your life when you really, you really think about your footwear before you go out and do things. Not me last night at the Brandt Center wearing right. dress shoes, yeah. standing outside, which was okay, and then standing on hard concrete, which all concrete is, um, <laughs> for multiple hours. My yeah. feet and legs were killing me I yesterday. Know. Once I, I, I got to my mid-30s, and that's when I realized it's like, okay, am I going to be standing a lot today? Because at that point, you don't care about what your footwear even looks like. Yeah. You're just like, I need to wear sneakers. I got to put my dad's sneakers on, my white Brooks sneakers. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Brooks makes shoes anymore. I, I'm not sure if they do. I don't know. But my New Balance shoes, throw those on because I, I know that if I don't, and I'm doing something like you did, standing on concrete for a couple of hours, I'm going to be on the injured list for the next three days. I have now, I am now, I have never owned New Balance shoes. 
Yeah, you should. Now oh. I am considering going and yeah. getting a pair. Oh, they're great. Because my goodness, my legs. I, I'm not even. I'm trying not to stand at all today. My back. <laughs> and it was crazy how many kids last night were even complaining too about their backs hurting and just uh, they were just tired because there was a lot of standing around. I wear I wear Asics like I'm a volleyball player. Oh man, Asics were so <laughs> comfortable. They as, still are. As a volleyball they're player, com- they're more comfortable now than they've ever been. That was my favorite shoe as a volleyball oh, player. Yeah, the Asics. Good. Or this good one. one. I, I wear Jordans, right? And everybody bugs me because I wear Jordans. Because right, they're, well, like, oh, they're like, oh, you're an old man trying to be hip and cool. Yeah. These things are so comfortable. Yeah, that's well, why that's I love the wearing thing. them. But yeah. They're great. What about the joggers that you wear with them? Huh? Are they pretty comfortable too? You know, you're trying to be young. My joggers. You and your joggers and my your joggers. Air Jordans and your, my joggers your are flashy great. hats. The reason I like my I like plaid my shirts. Jo- the reason I like my joggers is because that sock that I stuff in there, it stays put. thanks for tuning in to chad and evan daily new episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com don't miss wolf mornings with chad and evan weekdays from 6 to 10 on regina's rock station 104.9 the wolf